What up, everybody? It's Cuff of the Vision Lab Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Farmers Insurance, the Robert Garcia Agency. If you're looking for the best insurance and customer service, make sure you pick up the phone and dial 972-645-1844. Whether it's home, life, or business insurance, Robert and his staff are the best at protecting you and your family. Once again, that's Farmers Insurance, the Robert Garcia Agency. Agency. The phone number, 972-645-1844. And the website is farmersagent.com forward slash R Garcia. And don't forget to mention the Vision Lab podcast. Welcome back to another great episode of the Vision Lab podcast in partnership with Nexum Creative. I'm your host, Ryan Cuffey, alongside my co-host, Mr. Ryan Mosley. The Vision Lab is a platform focused on growth and exploring the developmental path of people's visions and dreams and how those dreams come into reality. It's all about tapping into and becoming the best versions of ourselves through self-discovery, self-examination, and self-actualization. We're outside. It's a beautiful night. Enjoying a stick. Ayo Mo, who we got on the show tonight? Cuff, today's guest, or tonight's guest, I should say, is a native of Arlington, Texas. He's a graduate of UNT. He's a 20-year veteran of the trucking industry, and he's also a division leader in the world of insurance. Please welcome Mr. Nick Griffin to the Vision Lab podcast. What up, what up, what up? What's going on, fellas? What's going on, fellas? I appreciate y'all allowing me to get on the on the, on the podcast with you, Joe. Hey, welcome to the lab. And, you know, this is a, a special, special treat for me because Nick's been my homie since, what, second grade? Second grade, bro. Golly. Um, love this man. Um, he, Nick is the type of dude that will always be – they're by your side through thick or thin, good or bad. He was also in my wedding both times. Yeah. <laughs> and you was in mine. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, this is this is my brother from another mother. Matter of fact, speaking of that, he lived about three minutes away driving um from from our, our parents' house. Right. We're about three minutes away from each other. So man, it's a beautiful night. We just wanted to get out here and uh enjoy some sticks and, and talk about something that Quite frankly, you know, Nick, and I think you can attest to this, we don't talk about enough, and that's that's life insurance. It's it's certainly not a sexy topic. It's not a topic that uh, people even really want to talk about, but we need to have those conversations. Right. Right. We definitely have to have those conversations, man, because life happens, man. Life happens. Yeah. Um, and what a lot of people don't realize, you know, we were talking about this, I guess, last month. And big ups to Nick, him and Donald High, and uh, came out to the golf tournament last month. Um, much so appreciate. Much sir. appreciate that. Appreciate y'all, man. Y'all put on a great golf tournament. Very great. Appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate it. But uh, the month of September is um, Life Insurance Awareness Month. Did you know that? The whole deal is, uh, you know, September, and that's the main thing that you reached out to me, and uh, you was like, hey, you know, September, like, yeah, yeah, September is is life insurance awareness month, and so it's also prostate cancer awareness month. It's a lot. Of, I think it's a lot of different things, but it's definitely those two: uh, life insurance awareness month and prostate cancer awareness month. So, definitely, uh, with everything tied together, especially as black men, and I know we got different views as far as listeners and things like that uh you know it hits home because we black <laughs> yeah you know uh so definitely uh that's one thing as far as black men we don't do is is make an appointment to go get checked out uh to make sure that we're not you know have prostate cancer or anything like that so uh i always would just throw that out there because next thing you know you 
you in the oh, I got this, and then now you worried about the next thing. So it all kind of ties together that okay, man, I got my life insurance together. Or what I, what what's what? So, well, why do you think it, there's such a disparity amongst um, the black culture versus our counterparts when it comes to you know life insurance and protecting their families? Um. It's a good question, and really, it boy, how far you want to go back with that one? <laughs> that's that's the thing is, uh, you think about just uh, as far as just the racial disparities of not having the access to certain things. Main thing is, is we're not having certain conversations at the dinner table. That's one of the biggest things is not having that exposure. And these are the type of conversations that are other counterparts are having at their dinner table like they having these kind of conversations with children but why is that is that because we don't know is that because we there's a like a fear or trepidation around the concept or ideology of death i don't necessarily think it's uh around the ideology ideology of death i think it's more on the lines of that desire to 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 know because at the end of the day they, they don't have no chains on the library. Anybody can go to the book, uh, go to the library and, and read. Yeah. And so the thing is, is growing up, me and you grew up in a predominantly white school. Sure. Now, true enough, our parents pushed us to learn and do good and excel and things like that. But not everybody comes from the same cloth and things like that, where they're, where they're focusing on, like, educating themselves about certain things or whatnot. So I think it's more on the lines of a lack of education. And so that's why I'm passionate about what I do as far as reaching out to people as far as like it's financial education. And so when I look at it, when I talk to people, I say, hey, man, I just want to sit down and have a business conversation with you about about what we do. If it's something for you, great. If it's not, you can take it, throw it away. At least I got a chance to expose you to something that's dealing with as far as financial services and things like that. So, so you you come from a you come at the angle from a financial literacy perspective, with the tie-in of life insurance as a foundational piece. Because if you don't have life insurance, then your whole foundation or your whole house could crumble. Exactly. And so when we sit down with families and you know going through just the whole presentation of everything we share with them that when you're building a house you definitely want to build it on concrete right you don't want to build it on some sand right that's just like three little pigs and a bull <laughs> you know uh the one that built it with bricks is stood you know but uh but the concrete we explained as far as building your financial house the concrete is the life insurance part so you want to make sure that you have that in place and so yeah it's definitely good that you have the job insurance and a lot of times people say oh i got the job insurance and yeah that's you know but at the end of the day say the job quits you or you quit the job one job thing is, is gone yeah and, and the, the thing that resonates with me and mo and i have talked about this is that you know whenever that time comes and god forbid it be tomorrow yep. right but if it were tomorrow your job no matter how great they are no matter how wonderful they treat you they're going to have your job posting faster than your obituary will be in the newspaper. Boy. So I, 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 that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show, because to your point, 
we did come from very, very similar back backgrounds, uh, you know, moderately affluent neighborhoods, parents, but I never had that conversation with my parents. I never did either. You know what I mean? And never did. I'm not saying that our counterparts have those conversations, but I certainly believe that there are more financial uh, conversations that are being taking place in um, in those households. I agree. I would say, well, it's not even that. It's beyond the conversations. It's the, what they're exposed to. Exactly. What did Jay Scott say a long time ago? It's the ease. Uh, uh, in no particular order, but exposure, experience, expectations, and uh, what's the other one? Exposure, experience, expectation. There's one more I remember, but basically, like, if you want to see why a person does why why a person does what they does why they're doing what they're doing, look at those four E's. It's expectations, exposure, experience, and man, I forgot the other one. It'll come to me here in a minute, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. environment, yeah, yeah, environment, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's 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 key right there, and I, I think that's the biggest thing um, is like you said, the exposure and the environment, and that. And not necessarily that they're having a conversation about strictly about life insurance, but but at the same time, if they are having a conversation about life insurance, they're explaining to them about how to be able to create generational wealth. But for the most part, it's about how I'm going to set you up. set you up exactly. So when I get old and retire, you can take care of this. Yeah, you either already walking into a business or you're walking into some money that's already set aside for you to create another business. Or at the very worst, you 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 have seen, you have been exposed, and you've grown up, and you've seen how seen a blueprint actually executed. Exactly. So if you if you don't want to do the family business, all right, cool. I don't want to do the family business, but I've been exposed up to where I can set up my own business, do what I want to do because I understand the nuts and bolts of running an actual business. Exactly. So, for those visionaries that will be tuning in, like, how does life insurance work? Like, what's the the basics of life insurance? Okay, the basis of life insurance is to replace your income. God calls you home, uh, be it that you're you have you're married, or that you even just you're just single with a child. But even if you are just single, it's it's, it's important to have the life insurance outside the job. But the life insurance way it works is basically um, God decides to call you home. That family still has to survive, so that income from the life insurance, that money is going to replace that income for a certain amount of time frame. Now, depending on how much coverage that you decide to apply for that you actually can uh, get, because that's the other thing is people think that, oh, I can apply for life insurance down the road. You know, it's, it's so it's easier to get it at a younger age and get more coverage for your dollar amount than to wait. Oh, I got the job insurance. I'll wait this, that and the other. And it's better just to make sure that you get it because as we get older, the more uninsurable we become. We start developing different, different cancers or different, different, all different, exactly. And then now your your stuff is going to start becoming rated, and now you're going to have more of a, a struggle to try to get insurance. When you say rated, for those that are listening, like what does that mean? So when rated is so. Say, say you have a pre-existing condition like diabetes or high blood pressure, something that or rheumatoid arthritis, but at the same time you think that oh I'm 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 pretty healthy I, I work out but I I just have this one health condition and things like that. Well there they go there it is. It's like so that that can separate you getting rated or getting denied. 
So you may apply for coverage saying that, yeah, I'm healthy. Um, and then they find that, okay, they do a blood work and they find out that, or they do uh, the medical investigation bureau looks up and does the medical exam and they see that, oh, uh, you left that out or, or you didn't say that you had this. So say you're applying for $150,000 worth of coverage and it's going to be $50 a month. Okay, now that you're rated, you still, at least you, the good thing about being rated, at least you can get covered. That's the good part. But at the same time, instead of paying $50 for 150000 now you're going to be paying every bit of eighty. So it jumps up because of your condition. So that's why, you know, we preach and just teach as far as, hey, get it while you're young. But if you didn't get it while you're young, get it while you can now. And, and it's better to have it than not. Can you have, like, let's use the one fifty for like fifty dollars a month. Let's just say no, you're non-smoker. You, qual- no, you qualify baseline. You're rated, okay? Can I start off at? Most of our listeners are between you know thirty to to fifty years old, and I realize that hey, I haven't done this. I need to. I need to get my family set up. Um, can I start off at a fifty dollar a month type plan and then move up to an an eighty or a hundred dollar a month plan? Yes, you can. Um, I know. I can, I can only speak for uh, Primerica. I work with Primerica, uh, and I know what we have is attached to our policies is what we call an increasing benefit rider. And so each year, which in that increasing benefit rider, what it does is it helps keep up with the cost of inflation. So if you have one hundred fifty thousand dollars for fifty bucks a month, okay. Well, next year, before your anniversary day, we'll send you a letter saying, "Hey, do you want this?" increase in benefit rider, which adds $10,000 to your coverage without proof of insurability. So you'll go up to 160,000, but you'll move up from $50. You may pay about 52, $53. So it's about $3 worth, uh, and, but it keeps up with the cost of living, yeah. but it allows you to so increase your that coverage. Policy, when it's time for that policy to kick in and look at you like, well, you bought that in 2020 and it's 2060 now. So that 150 that you got in 2020 is worth 85 or 90 now in 2060. Right. Gotcha. Exactly. So, so the the longer you wait, you know, you, you decrease your odds as far as getting that amount of coverage and things like that. But at the same time, with as far as just what we do, as far as the increasing benefit rider, if you take advantage of it, you may have started out at one fifty, and then five years later, now you're at two hundred and some thousand dollars, and then God decided to call you home. Well, instead of having one hundred fifty, now you got two hundred thousand, and you kept up with the cost, and of living. you kept up with the cost of living. So. I want to go back to um, the younger folks. You know, these are these are people that you typically want to get to have insurance at a younger age because it benefits them. It's cheaper to to get it. You know, their their premiums are cheaper for a larger coverage. Yes, sir. Um, a lot of young people will say, "Well, look, man, Nick, I don't I don't have kids. I don't have a family." Why do I need life insurance? Yeah, I'm sure that's who leave it to. Yeah, I'm sure that's an objection that you hear all the time. Right. That that it that does pop up. And what what we would recommend on that is just knowing that I always talk about the importance of making just making sure that you have something outside the job. That that that's always key to me is that jobs come and go. It's not like how our parents grew up and 
yeah you work for a company for 30 40 years and you retire and then you feel like you're secure there's no job that's technically secure you know so the and then the way that it's a different generation um these kids these these days they want instant gratification and then if they don't like the person they work with then they out they gone Very so true. the responsibility doesn't kick in until like really like they start getting married or they have kids and then they're like oh yeah i, I really need to find something that's secure so those that are single you know they get out in, in the corporate world which is good and they get exposed uh to corporate life but at the same time they don't realize how quick they can they can the job can cut them how, and, how, and how dispensable you are how exactly how dispensable you are and then the thing is take people take life for granted that yeah we don't we just don't be driving up and down the highway and see a wreck yeah boom and then especially this year this year has just been crazy man 2020 it, showed up to the club already drunk man. exactly <laughs> 2020 <laughs> showed up wasted that was the thing because the thing is it's like like you said the age range that we're talking about right now like the 20 year olds they're like oh i'm not exposed to i can't catch COVID. this that, and the other man depending on how your body type is and and and, and whatever it is that that affects your the inside of your body COVID don't affect everybody the same and so that's the thing that you got to think about and folks have been getting taken out left and right and that's the thing i think people have become so numb to hearing Oh yeah, it was a thousand people that died today. Even though that's just natural, that the, just because of just the cycle of the world, there's going to be a lot of people that die. But now, just just a thousand people just in your area, isolated of COVID, off of one I, event, yeah. off of one thing, that's, that's crazy, man. And so that's the thing I don't want people to take that for granted. That oh my bad, uh, take that for granted that you know that life is just oh i can i can just qualify for that and i can get that because now even with life insurance even with companies that's one of the first questions that we talk about before even proceeding into the have into the uh, to have you been exposed to COVID? and if you've had it you ain't gonna qualify really yeah if you have if, if you have Cause, to wait cause now 90, you got because now you're exposed to what to what the pre-existing pre-existing sure. conditions they don't even know about exactly it. and so the thing is is you have to wait 90 days to to at least apply and then the thing is is you may not have it maybe somebody in your house had it you still got to wait 30 days with that let me ask you this let me switch gears so people listen to this and like you know what nick's right i need i need to get some some type of life insurance i do something what's the simplest most efficient least amount of headache process that somebody can go through to get life insurance the like if i if i if i'm 22 years old you know i have a job it's just me and my apartment but i've, I've somehow i've heard you talk or somebody else somebody else has, has suggested life insurance to me and i don't know where to start what's the first step i need to take i would definitely uh research i would definitely go to the web uh if, if you don't if if i would ask that person if they've exposed somebody else say hey you need to get some life insurance i would ask that person hey do you have it where, where did you get do you have a policy outside the job where where did you go i would ask that person where who who would you go but i would definitely do my research first and say okay what type of coverage should i get or what what, what kind of plan should i get now now just as far as what we do is our business and I, i'm not pumping primarica and things yeah, like that and like, i'm good. just talking about life insurance in general because at the end of the day i'd much rather see somebody with 
life insurance than no life insurance. Doesn't so matter who they, it, it don't matter what it is, be it that it's a term, a term policy or a whole life policy. I much rather, if you passed away today, that your family was able to get a check, be it that it was, uh, you know, the whole life policy or that it was a term policy. It's just the importance of having it to be able to pass on to somebody else. Because I, I, I even think about the um, Master P's situation. Mm. Master P wouldn't be where he's at not you know lord forbid that you know that is you know that his, that his grandpa passed away you know that mm -hmm. was life but the good thing was is that he had a life insurance policy and that settlement he, money exactly so he was able to get ten thousand dollars from that life insurance po and po policy to turn it into millions to reinvest in himself so that's where that generational wealth comes in where okay maybe maybe ten thousand may not necessarily be that much to this person because they came from this side of the tracks but from this side of the tracks ten thousand that, that was that was everything in the world and so luckily master p had a vision and a grind that i i gotta get myself out this hood i gotta do something for me and my family so i'm not about to let this ten thousand go back into the hood selling some drugs or something i'm about to make these cds and i'm about to get on the hustle i'm about to get this studio and i'm gonna make it work for me and so that's the other thing as far as like when we was talking about having a conversation having conversations as far as like how you use the money and it's a vehicle it's a vehicle and, and, exactly. and people need to understand and that's one of the reasons why i wanted to have you on the show we're outside smoking the stick and, and just conversing and you know if you go back all the way to the beginning this is kind of the the vision of the vision lab podcast right where we just sit down chop it up and talk about some real life stuff and I think a lot of times, um, especially within our community, we don't have these conversations. Right. We'll talk about Jays. We'll talk about what type of rims you have. Oh. You know, we'll talk about what type of weekend you have, what, what you're sipping on, what even what cigar you're smoking, right? And there's there's a time and place for, for everything, right? For sure. But we also need to start having these, these tough conversations about well, what are your plans for your loved ones when you are no longer here? Right. We talk about generational wealth and that's a, a fancy word that's being it's a key word that's being sprung about. It's a, everywhere. Right it's a buzzword. Yeah, there you go. It's a buzzword that's being uh, thrown about every, everywhere. Oh, I want generational wealth. No, you don't, because you're not working for it. Right. You're not you're not hustling. You're not grinding. You're not out there really trying to get it. You think you are, but you're not. And you use Master P just now. I mean, there there was a hustle. Um, did that man display but when it comes to life insurance I, I think it's what you said earlier like a lot of people they don't know what they don't know like i was 20 i, I wasn't i know i was working and i saw when you fill out your application or when you get your check you know how much do you want coming out for social security and your taxes and then they have that thing for life insurance where you can get you know it's like a dollar or dollar fifty at the time per and paycheck yeah per paycheck and you get you get fifty thousand dollars and i'm like Psh, man i'm 24 23 years old i don't i don't need to worry about that but you do yeah right and and it wasn't up until 23 24 where i even heard of life insurance but then you have to fast forward probably another three or four years which is where you and i got involved with Primerica uh, from from actually really knowing what life insurance is all about. So really, 
I wanted kind of this this conversation to be about educating, you know, not just the black community, but everybody and the power of what, you know, the disbursements can mean to the families beyond, because then you can really start being a change agent for generational wealth. Yeah. No. Now, as far as like, I just wanted to piggyback as far as you talking about the generational wealth part of things. And see, that's the thing is nobody knows when that last granule of sand or salt's going to go down that hourglass and hit and then you're going to be gone. Right. So but the thing is, the importance of having that life insurance, you know, be it that like the Master P example, he's able to, to turn that into something else. But say say your 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 mom passed away or your dad passed away and they had a two hundred thousand dollar policy okay say you're 20 years old right okay and let's just say you if you didn't already have some coverage what you can do is you can set up um you can you can get like a 30 35 year term policy right but you just inherited 150 200 that's what that was you as a beneficiary of that policy right okay now uh let's say it's uh fifty dollars uh times 12. let's get this let's, let's break that down 600 yeah. six okay 600 right all right so but but in, over the course of 30 years okay so you basically what i'm trying to get at is that, yeah so you can pay up no, 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 no. Let's break it down to this. Hold up. Let me get this calculator out. Got these sticks and got the whiskey. Huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, go on, go on. But to the, the Vigilant so, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, right? So so 600 That's, that's 600 a year, right? Times 30 That's $18,000, right? Oh, yeah. We, that's had, all, we added a zero. We were thinking sixty grand, not six six thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So $50 a month times 12 That's 600 a year for your policy. Right. Let's just say you do that over the next 30 years. You didn't you didn't do a increase in benefit rider. You just kept it flat. Right. But you had a term policy. Well, you just inherited two hundred thousand dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you can easily pay up your for 30, 30 years policy and then go invest and the then invest the rent invest the difference. That's how you create that generational wealth. You flip that other the, and then now the you exact the excess. And you put that into mutual funds, you put it into stock, you put it into something else. But I mean, that's just your blessing. But you just got to be exposed to the rules of the money game of being able to to do that. I keep hearing the the the, the phrase term, and I keep hearing whole life. What are the difference between the two? So term is a specific term. It's just like so. With term insurance, is for that just in case. So if, if something was to happen. Mm-hmm. Of course, we ain't coming back, right? So right. it's just like when you got car insurance, okay? You hit your car, boom, you pay your deductible, all right, you right back on it. Well, when life happens with us, we ain't coming back, right? No extra money. So, but but life insurance is not designed for your whole life, right? It's designed for a period of time for you to be able to, for you and your family to get to the to, to the, retirement age, get your kids out the house, they can get their own policy. And at that time, a retirement income, retirement income is more needed than what your life insurance is needed okay but there is whole life policies now people use whole life policies as far as like an investment and things like that and so that's a bundle package okay so your your life insurance and your investment are tied together okay 
And so you have your your positives and your negatives of, of, of things and whatnot. I can only speak on as far as what I do with my business. That's what I'm saying. It, Everything it's works for every, for every different right. things work for different D- different, people. different things work for for everybody and things like that. I, I've ran across people who have both. Okay, they they wanted to make sure that they had both types of insurance and things like that. Uh, what we share with is is, is by term and investor difference, where you can get uh, a large coverage amount for a small dollar amount, because usually with whole life policies. So, for example, I know when I first got insurance, the first I just I had uh, me and my wife. She was a girlfriend at the time, but she's wife now. We had our son. And so I was just like, I just got to get me some insurance. I, I just got to get on a grown man. I got I to get something outside the job. But I just, I, at that point in time, I really didn't know that's what to, you, but that's what you, but you had the wherewithal to at least know that. Exactly. And so I went to school at uh, college with a homegirl named Icy. And um, so she was working for a company and we got a whole life policy. And basically I was paying a hundred dollars for a hundred thousand just for me and my son. And then once I got with Primerica, I was able to cover me, my wife, and my son at the time, and now I'm my daughter, but you can add your, your kids mm-hmm. and things like that. But I was able to give 400,000 on me, 200,000 on her for the same hundred, but it's for a 35 year term policy. So at the end of my term, I got to, that's why I got to make sure I'm stacking my money yeah. as far as investment wise, that way I have my investment because the life insurance is not designed for the whole life. But at the same time, it all like to each its own. So that, let me ask you, let me stop you right quick. So that yeah. thirty-five, that that thirty-five year term, in layman's terms, what does that mean? Does that mean you got to wait thirty-five years from the time you start that policy, or it kicks in once you retire and it's only good for thirty-five years? So after it's that? good. It's good for thirty-five years. So from the time that you sign up, so you so sign when you up, activate it, right, to thirty-five years. Right. So what so happens you, at the end of that thirty, that thirty-fifth year? At the end of the thirty-five, you're done. You cash it out, you, or it's not. It's no cash value tied tied to that. So that's why, as far as just what we do with our business, we teach families how to buy term and invest the difference. So oh, that way, you have an okay. outside policy. Now, let, that me, will, let me let me tie this knot for you. What he's saying is, it's for um. What was the number that you used? A hundred thousand. Let's just right. use a hundred thousand, right? Yeah. It costs him a hundred dollars on one one plan. Correct. Now he can go get that same hundred thousand or increase it. Right for let's just say he gets the same hundred thousand and they can buy it for fifty dollars a month. Mm-hmm. So the difference between the fifty and the and the hundred is fifty bucks, right? Correct. You would take that fifty dollars and then go put that into the market somewhere and invest. Or do whatever the else difference. you want to do with it. Right. So with the for, excess. Right. So now you got essentially thirty or thirty five years of that fifty dollars a month that you would have normally paid to to the first, uh, first policy. The first the first hundred grand policy. Right. But now we switched over to a different policy that's a term policy where you're, you're only paying the $50 a month, right? You take the other 50, you're still spending the same 100. Yes, but you're spending that you're other, the 50 other 50 and letting it do it so for 30 much years. Letting it grow. See, the thing is, is with that, with the whole life policy, everything is, is bundled together. Uh, like I said, to each its own, what you want to do, there's different things inside the policies that, that, kind of expose what's what's positive and what's negative and so the way i look at it is uh with the bundle package of anything like that when you're 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 paying towards to build like a whole life policy has a cash value attached to it okay so when you pass away you've been paying towards 
both your your investment and your life insurance right so the only way that you get that money is if you reach age 100 or you die but at the end of the day when you pass away your family's only going to get the death benefit or the cash value but you've been paying for both you said something about cash value um for those people that are not familiar with cash value um what does that mean so cash value with like a whole life policy that's where uh it's usually with a whole life policy or universal life policy it allows you to build an investment um and so you pay towards it to 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 allow it to grow and that way you're building that investment that's what that is okay that's what that cash value does so why would i not i mean we talked about term earlier and you did a great job of of educating us um but cash value sounds sexy like i could i can have a death benefit i can have an investment um platform and i get you know to have the insurance so and then you why, say the word cash people think yeah like why would i not do that hand. right 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 well like i said i can only talk about what i do with i with my business and i'm not like i said before when we talked about earlier i much rather see somebody with insurance than no insurance so i mean it it, it works towards your investment and things like that and you asked the question of why not that right so the thing is and like i like i said we 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 educate families with term insurance but with, with whole life you have your different disparities where okay I'm, I'm i'm putting my money towards this investment but the thing is is it doesn't start immediately growing until year number four or five okay and so it's like all right cool why 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 don't i see this money growing just yet and then the thing is is with with a whole life policy or with this cash value right it takes up to five, four to five years before you see it grow. If you decide to borrow against that, then you just cut against your death benefit. Now, explain what that means for people that are not familiar with borrowing against their their life insurance policy. Um, you know, they don't have the, the experience, the knowledge, or, okay. yeah, the novice person out there, right? Okay, so say you have one hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of uh, life insurance. And you have a whole life or universal life policy, right? But it's a bundle package. You have your life insurance, your death benefit, and your life benefit, your your living benefit. Okay, so nobody's a zombie. <laughs> so it's, it's it's why it's like nobody. You really don't want to have it together, right? But anyways, I'm just explaining the difference and things like that. So if you decide, so say the your roof blew off, and you needed twenty thousand dollars. Okay. You decide to borrow against your death benefit. So, so you your had 150 100, turns into 130. Your, your 150 turns to 130, right? Okay. So it takes the the company can take up to six months to get you your money. Oh wow. That's to is me that, that's a problem. Is that typical? That's that's typical. Wow. Yeah, up to six months. They can determine when they decide to give you your money what if you need that money like right now i need that right now i need my roof now. i need my re i need my roof fixed now uh you definitely have to pay a six percent uh penalty as far against your own money that you that that you've been putting in right Ooh. so you're gonna charge me to use my money that i've been investing or not investing excuse me that i've been putting into this policy for x amount of time 
Right. The American exactly. way. So, so I mean, that, that's the thing about knowing the rules of the game and things like that. So that's the thing as far as doing your research as far as what vehicle is good for you and your family. Like I said, at the end of the day, it's Life Insurance Awareness Month, right? Um, of course, I promote term. That's just me and me, me and my business. But at the, at the end of the day, to each his own, it's better to make sure that you have something than not. But just know the rules of what, what you're getting into that, OK, if this happens and I do this, I'm not going to get this or I got to pay against this. I got to do this. All the different disparities or, or not necessarily disparities or the just know the rules of the game. So earlier, you know, you talked about um, a family income of seven thousand dollars a month. Somebody passes away. OK, we understand that scenario. But let's just say we have. Uh, Five thousand dollars in bills a month. Um, I can't afford another bill to 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 do life insurance. What's your response to that? As far as another bill, I I think that's definitely uh, it, it's, that should be one of your highest bills to put in there. I I, I would make that as a priority. We find money to 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 fill our vice to to go buy some cigarettes to go buy some whiskey we some form or buy that new outfit to go uh out to the club and things like that of course we're not really going out to the club uh because of covid and things like that so i mean you gotta but everyone's got advice like Every, everybody out. got their advice so right? life insurance in right place. but the thing is at the end of the day it's, it's, it's weird we pay insurance on cars we pay insurance on phones things and, and insurance on homes pets pets Woo. Things that can be replaced. Shout out to Bosley. Shout out to Bosley. I, <laughs> I miss you, buddy. I miss you. But 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 we we pay insurance on things that can be replaced. But at the same time, we can't find the money to pay for insurance on some something when we pass away to be able to transfer to supplement that income that we were bringing in. Because at the end of the day, we're the money machine. Hmm. We're the money machine bringing into our for our families. As far as for as our spouse and for our, for our kids, we're the money machine, and so when that's cut, what what's 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 going to happen? So that's what that's why it's, why it's so important. After describing all that, one of the things I've always thought about life insurance, and and this kind of leads to my question, is that people think, okay, somebody dies, you make a claim, you get a check. Now that you're in it, what are some of the the misnomers or the misconceptions about life insurance? Um, a lot of the, I know one of the things that, that we, reason why, what we do, what we do is, is especially we've, we've found out that a lot of times people that are listed as the beneficiary don't know that they're listed as the beneficiary. And so one thing that we do is we do a beneficiary contact form. So when we sit down with a family, we, we list down whoever they're going to have as far as their beneficiary. We list out who's going to be the contingent beneficiary. Now, the thing is, the beneficiary, just as far as terms they explain to people and things like that, that's who's going to be the recipient of that money. Okay? Lord forbid that both you and that beneficiary die in a car accident. That's why we list a contingent beneficiary. That way, that person, you, you, you list somebody that you trust and that's going to be responsible with the money. And the thing is, we want to contact that beneficiary or that contingent beneficiary to let them know. Because a lot of times what happens is a lot of times 
the the claim goes unpaid because they didn't know that they was on the, the policy. So what happens to the unclaimed money? It's sitting there. It sits in the coffers of the uh, insurance uh, uh, company. Yeah. So so that's why you know they're investing that exactly. So that's why <laughs> that's why it's so important to reach out to those to you know just say hey I'm, I listed you on my policy. If something was to happen to me, here's my here's my agent's information. Here's the company that I'm with. Well, I, here's the uh, the form or here's my policy. I'm putting it here in this safe here. That way, when when stuff hits the fan, all right, I know my mama had a policy. She said it was over here. At least you know who to contact. And so those those are some of the things that you want to make sure that that people know. Does a life insurance policy trump a will? Great question. That is a good question. And that's why it's so important to have a will in place. Okay. Because if you don't have a will in place, it goes to probate. Yep. And when it goes to probate, Mo, he's shaking your head. Hey, man. Uh, you know, we just—I just passed the the one year anniversary of my dad passing away. Sorry to hear that. I appreciate it. And so uh, he was the last of his siblings to pass on. My dad did not have a will, so the property that my dad grew up in, which is now an empty lot, uh, you know, legally being that he was the last of his siblings to pass on, my mom is now in control, if you will, right? But I've had to deal with so much paperwork and airship documents and getting people's death certificates and all that stuff because my dad did my dad passed away without a will. And so when you talk about wills and all that stuff like that, that ringing in my head because it's a daily process of checking in with a title company. Okay, well, who is this person? And I come to find out this person died in the 60s you know, and no one knew about it until my dad passed away because, you know, my dad's side of the family is nowhere near as tight as my mom's side or whatever. So it's it's a very interesting road we're going down. You said, Will, my, my eyes just lit up. Shout out to Ruben. Amen. Amen. I miss you, Dad. Right, right, right. And that's the thing is, is making sure that you have those things in place, man. So, Nick, I, I got a question for you. How much life insurance do I need? I'm, I, I want to get life insurance. I, I'm listening to the Vision Lab podcast. I need to get it done. By the way, how can how can our visionaries get a hold of you? My email is nickgriffin81 at gmail.com. And you can reach me at any time. Social media, I'm at nickgriffin81 at, um, on uh, Instagram and, and Nicholas Griffin on, on Facebook. So you can reach me at any of those. Inbox me, DM me, and I can reach out to you and we can set up a time meet on Zoom, and we can go through our presentation and break it down. And the way that we reach out to families, you ask the question, how much life insurance do I need? Um, the the ballpark or, or, or the quote unquote is, is six times your, your salary is what you, what you should have. Uh, it's, it's, as far as a, what you should have is, is your need. What we do is we break down, we call it a dime. The D stands for death in debt so we factor in that okay fifteen thousand ten anywhere between ten to fifteen thousand is going to cost as far as your your death your funeral your funeral your funeral cost to put you in the ground right uh unless you want something extravagant and you got (laughs) gold casket and all that folks high stepping and things like that right but but anyways fifteen thousand we say as far as a as a ballpark as far as your death then we factor in your debt how much you owe on your car how much uh, student loans you have and things like that, right? The I is your income replacement. 
So if you're bringing in, let's say $2,000 a month, right? And we, we, we multiply that times 12, which is a year. And we, we look at the age of your, your youngest child, okay? Or, or your, your children, if you have children, right? Okay, uh, we factor that in. And so we wanna make sure that if your child, your youngest child, so say you have multiple kids, your oldest is 14. Your oldest is 14. And typically with kids, they'll go to college they may mess up, they may stay home, and then by the time it's 24 years old, they, they should be out the house, right? So we, we factor in like 10 more, 10 more years, all right? That's what you need as far as income replacement. Are you saying that your youngest child will be 28 when all this is done? No, 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 we said your oldest. So say you had two, right? Right. All right, your oldest is, is 14. And say your, say your youngest is, is eight, okay? Okay. So if we replace your income for the next 10 years, that allows your your oldest to get out the house and be in college and that puts them at 24 because at 25 to age 25 they fall off your policy Correct. but but with us you can convert they can convert to their own policy without proof of insurability and they can get up to five times the coverage amount as far as the kid so we always factor in anywhere between ten to fifteen thousand dollars worth of coverage on a child and then they can get five times that coverage once they uh apply for their own coverage right um so that that's that's as far as the years go that's that's kind of determinant let's just say it's 10 right all right the m if you have a mortgage we ask how much is left on your mortgage that's what the m stands for right dim and then the e is is, is uh education costs so if you want your child to go to a four-year college we factor in all right it's 15 like a state school fifteen thousand a year and we know that that keeps rising and things like that so let's just say it's fifteen thousand a year four-year college that's sixty thousand so we total up what that is that we that we get to fifteen thousand for the debt uh let's just say it's fifteen thousand as far as uh your debt all right and you factor in two thousand a month times twelve times ten that's two hundred forty thousand right uh and then you had a hundred thousand left on uh your mortgage and then you factor in the sixty thousand that's around that's about four hundred and thirty thousand all right we show you what your total need is that's what your total need is now that might not necessarily now that total need might be one hundred twenty thousand. i'm sorry 120 dollars, right but your budget might be 70 bucks okay we're going to show you what your total need is and we say hey this is what what you need for it. if anything was to happen this is going to take care of all of this but we want to make sure that you get something started that's the key is getting something started and having something in place because we know that life happens. You might come up and, and get, um, uh, uh, you might get an increase at your job, right? So you're like, all right, cool. I want I want to put some more money on, on my life insurance. And you're, Great. Prob you're probably going to switch jobs in this. And you, you might switch jobs and things like that, or you might get fired. Okay. So you was talking about why, why should I have take another bill? Well, when your job just lets you go, your job insurance is gone. That's why you want to make sure that you have something outside of that because at the end of the day when you apply for another job and you get that job you have a grace period of 30 days right before all your benefits kick in if what that can, most if of that, them are 90 days it might be 90 days right so what what can happen in in the in the span of 30 to 90 days we drive up and down these highway highways all the time right anything anything can happen See wrecks every day wrecks every day so that's why it's so important to have something outside of the job just in case the job decides to quit you or do you decide to quit the job 
And so that's why we break that down and we we find something that's comfortable for you. We, that's why we find what's a comfortable dollar amount for you. But we at the, at the end of the day, we show you what your total need is as far as breaking down what your finances are. You know your pocketbook better than I do. I just want to make sure that you have some coverage. I love that. Absolutely love it. Um, visionaries, make sure if you if you don't already have life insurance or you're looking for a supplemental life insurance, make sure you holler at Nick. This is my man. I mean, this is my brother from another mother. I promise you that he's going to take care of you. So we have reached a point where we are going to start to land the plane, if you will, sir. Um, we are sitting at a round. Well, I'm sorry. You are sitting at a round table uh, and there are five other empty seats. Who else would you like to have at your table? The only caveat is you can't have Jesus at your table or whoever, or whoever you believe in is your higher power. Who else would I put? Man, that put me on the spot with that. This is it's just more on the lines of just picking their brain or just, just. Don't matter. No right or wrong your table. You can do what you want to. You're in control. Man, I, I appreciate you guys gracing me with your presence and, and, and everything and picking y'all's brain with things like that. Stop. Uh, but, 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 <laughs> Flattery but, will get you nowhere. So. Oh, man, man. I, I, I appreciate it. But, um, woo, that's a, that's a tough question, man. Um, I would definitely pick the brain of, like, Warren Buffett. Uh, definitely pick the brain of, uh, you know, Jay-Z is, 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 is a good mogul. With, with things like that, especially just his story of everything, of, of coming from the streets and things like that, but to, to turn it into a, a businessman. And he, like, it's like his song, I'm a businessman, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and so anything where you can do something great for you and your family, because at the end of the day, I, I, I still work a job, I, I get that, but I'm still working uh, my way up out of corporate America and things like that. At the end of the day, when you have your own, you can you you have your own ownership. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that you can pass on to your 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 kin. And that's the thing is being able to, just like we're talking about generational wealth. Thing when you think about like with with land, even with land, <laughs> we had land back in the day. But at the end of the day, we saw them dollar signs when 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 all the counterparts came in because they seen the real estate of it. We saw the dollar signs and not the value of that land being able to put a house right there. You know, you got land to come back to and things like that. So you got three the, more. I got three more. Oh, we got Jay Z. Ain't letting you off the hook, man. Letting me off the hook. God, dog. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, Warren Buffett and Jay Z. Warren Buffett and Jay Z. I would say, and they, uh, they can be dead or alive. Dead or alive. Uh, so now we just made it a little bit more expensive. Man, um, I just now I'm shocked that it's taking you this. Nah, long. Nah, you no, know, man. you know who I'm thinking of from a musical persuasion. Oh, you just talking about just. Anybody, I, it, as far, no right as, far as anything that, that 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 you can just sit at the table, yeah, and just you just, talk, it's oh, your we, table. Oh, okay. I was thinking on 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 the money tip. As no, far this as is, 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 is your table. It. Okay, well, definitely Jill Scott. Thank you, man. You already know my baby, man. I got. <laughs> nah, I, got, I ain't uh, mad at you, man. Jill, shout out to Jill, Jill Scott. Hey, you got you got Jill. Jill from Philly. Philly. Hey, you got you got an open invitation to the Vision Lab podcast. Please believe. Living in Nashville. Shout out to the Ville. More, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm happy my wife didn't divorce me. 
uh, for running after her after a concert. Um, <laughs> but, but I did do that. Um, and then she did reply to my, my tweet. But anyway, um, Jill Scott, um, Barack Obama. And one more. You know what? I I, I throw out Oprah Winfrey. Just just because uh, of what she's been built in her story. Um, and definitely... Uh, that's, that's it. That's out. All right. That's, that's cut cool. off. That's cool. That's cut out. You, you finally got my wheels turning. My bad, man. You thank good? you, though. Man, listen, bro. Um, it's been absolutely amazing having you here on the show. Yeah, um, like I said, my brother from another mother. Um, but we got one last question that we ask every guest that drops into the lab. Um, in case you didn't know, we have a magic time machine. And um, what would today what would the today's version of nick griffin what advice would he be giving himself from five years ago what advice would you be telling yourself to do five years ago don't procrastinate take advantage of the time uh tomorrow's not promised uh do what you can do today uh that way uh it, it'll better your future self your future self will thank you for what you're doing uh, for for the time that you grind the things that you separate yourself from you may not be able to go to every party and, and every event and things like that sometimes you just got to separate yourself to focus uh and, and and find yourself as far as spiritual wise get yourself in the word uh read more that would be the best that would be the biggest thing is read more um that i would tell myself is read more and 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 don't don't procrastinate Great, great words of wisdom there. So I'm going to fast forward the clock. Um, and we're going to make you a little bit older. By the way, you'll be celebrating a birthday. In about a month, October 15th, man. It's going down, man. Uh, as best as possible uh, <laughs> with all the stuff that we're dealing with. <laughs> Big ups. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's going down. So, uh, you know, you're going to join that that 39 club. 39. Yeah. <laughs> 81, sure. 1981, baby. Already. Um, so, so now I'm going to make you five years older. Okay. What advice is the older version of Nick Griffin telling himself today? So if, if you're older and you're looking back at yourself now, what advice is that older version telling you today? Your health is your wealth. Take advantage of, uh, taking advantage of your health as far as, uh, seeking counsel as far as where you at right right now to make sure that you can see the future uh definitely take care of looking at your finances and making sure that you're where you want to be in the next five years uh do what you can do with the time that you have love it love it um visionaries it wasn't a sexy topic but it's certainly a topic that that we need to we need to cover a lot of people don't want to face the realities of death, but it is one thing is for certain. Everything that lives must die. So make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Make sure that you're extending out your life as long as possible. And then most importantly, make sure that you're taking care of those that are behind you. Remember, all of our guests are leaving nuggets of wisdom on the trail to life. It's really up to you to pick them up. Uh, Cuff, I would be remiss if we did not mention our sponsors uh robert garcia and the family at farmers insurance 
in Lucas slash Allen, Texas. Edwina Brown and the family at Blowing Smoke Cigar Lounge, 215 West Camp Wisdom Road in Duncanville, Texas is the address. Uh, the good guys, the definition of cigars. You guys just keep making amazing products. We appreciate all your help and support. Class A Vodka, Crystal and Tim, thank you guys so much for your partnership, your friendship. Uh, and as you say, we are connected forever. We're married. Yeah, we are married forever. Uh, for those of you who have not had glass Class A Vodka, class in every glass is a slogan. We promise you will not be disappointed. Nick, you had Class A at the um, at the golf tournament. Yes, How was sir. It? I'm a whiskey drinker, but that, that, that vodka right there is smooth and very good, and I'm waiting for it to get out this way if it's not already out this way. We're working on it. We're working on Definitely, it. Definitely, man. And, la and last but certainly not least, uh, the entire clan of Dallas Leaf LLC, thank you guys so much. Uh, it's good to be back on board, and uh, we appreciate all you guys' help and support. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ryan Mosley. He is Ryan Cuffey. The voice you've been listening to is Nick Griffin. Uh, again, Nick gave all his information out. One more time, Nick, your social media handle? NickGriffin81 at gmail.com or NickGriffin81 on uh, Instagram or Nicholas Griffin on Facebook. And my number is 817-637-7077. Nick, we appreciate your time. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to another great episode of the Vision Lab podcast. We will see you next week. Blessings.